This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for analysis and chat discussion of every Premier League match week, Champions League, Europa League, and a little bit of FA Cup as well on this show. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, here are the topics for today's show. Spurs response to respond to their embarrassing week, Arsenal's comeback at the London Stadium in a 3-3 thriller, Mike Ashley back Steve Bruce after an embarrassing result against Brighton, and we'll chat the biggest stories from this weekend's FA Cup action. That's what we've got coming up in today's show. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, Robbie Earl, um, I think we thought it was kind of a light weekend when you look at the Premier yeah. pictures, it was, but still it's a very That's busy a weekend with, with the FA Cup as well. And we kind of mm. looked at most of the games this weekend, as we always do. Um, but we want to start in the Premier League. We want to start actually with the game that's just finished for us on Sunday here, and that's Aston Villa nil, Tottenham 2. All eyes on Jose's side after an awful couple of results, yeah. the the exit of the Europa League on Thursday to Dinamo Zagreb was a shocker for Spurs. I think the lineup kind of told you a few things. Um, Bale not involved, required. Deli Alli not involved, not required. Um, and obviously he got a reaction, Rob, and, and a 2-0 yeah. victory. Uh, much better performance, much better energy, much better... I guess I guess there was a reaction there, Rob, and we'll go on to if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah. there were, certainly was a positive reaction from Spurs today. Yeah, the one surprise as well was Vinicius started um, mm. how he was going to play at times. Harry dropped deeper and played underneath. A couple of times they played as a two up there. Um, but you got the sense this game was all about attitude for Jose. It was all about making sure we had the right personalities out on the pitch rather than the right people or the, the most um, expansive footballers. And, and it was as I was watching the game the first half, you know, you, you see that sort of scowl from Jose where he's almost like watching the game and his eyes are flicking and he, he, he's making sure everybody's doing their job, which he did in the end. They got the job done against a, a Villa team that can be difficult. Um, mm-hmm. No doubt a, a, a different proposition when there's no Jack really to have to say from Villa's point of view. Lose a little bit of their, their devil, their creativity in the last third. But this was a big, big week for, for, for Spurs and the clean sheet helps. Joe Rogan come in at the back with Sanchez as a back-to-back pairing. I think he's going to gonna feature a little bit more maybe in the future. Um, he got his goals what he wanted. He got his Jose Mourinho professional performance and I think he needed one of them, Rob, after the week we'd had him. Listen, it's not the exciting football. It's not the, that, the front four, let them free and let them play. But into, in the game that they needed today to get the three points to still give them an outside chance of a top four spot, mm. 
he got the, they got the job done. And I suppose from that in that point of view, mate, you have to say well done, Jose, because he goes into the international break three points behind Chelsea who are in full spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the numbers there and the position, they've got it all to play for and can have a run at it. What, what I would say, and we've just actually together, Rob, we just listened to the Jose Mourinho post-game interview, yeah. and as maybe as expected, he's he's talked about. You know, he doesn't want to be a reactive. He doesn't want to have to see a reaction to get his results. He wants that to be the norm. And I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Like, what? Where was this in the last two games? Is it? You know, it, it's not good enough for Spurs. And I don't think they're going to finish in the top four. If there's some good, then there's a big reaction. Everybody says it's a disgrace, and how? And then there's a reaction. It's good again. I don't know whether Rob, you're going to have a side with Vinicius. I mean, it's, it's still a Lacelso. Lucas played well. I thought. Yeah. Um, whether that's going to be a team that can win a lot and, and finish in the top teams. four against better teams. Yeah. Is it, you know, uh, and, um, you know, I just want to rewind the clock a little bit, Rob, because I think on our last show we talked about it, but it wasn't until I re-listened to the Hugo Lloris interview. Oh, and this yeah. is kind of going back a little bit. I just, I just think it's important just to talk about it. If you actually listen to the words he said, I think it's, it, was, it, was, it was pretty damning. He talked about... Of course, he said Dis- disgrace three times. He says it's a reflection of what's going on, uh, what's going on at the club. Yeah. A reflection of what's going on at the club. What 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 does that mean? Like, is there? There's obviously something behind the scenes going on at the club that we don't realise is as bad as what it is. He's basically saying what's going on in the training ground and stuff is affecting our, our performances. Is that fallouts with certain players like a Delhi or others that it, it you know, could be fallout, it could be the way the manager works, it could be things that are going on 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 the club that, you know, as captain he feels he has a right to be able to bring out in, into the public arena. Um I didn't mind the words from, from Hugo Lloris. I think sometimes those kind of things have to be said to book people up. We saw what the, the, the lineup was like today. Are there yeah, some but, don't, but, but don't you, isn't it not a worry that there's something going on at the, the, um, the ground that is like, it's a result of what's going on behind the scenes. It's like, I mean, that's a lot that, that you see bring it out into the public domain. Yeah. It's obviously something that's pretty serious. So he wouldn't feel it's on his mind to bring it up on the back yeah, of a bad as, performance. As captain, so he's, I think he's trying to say that, yeah, things now, is that player's attitude? Is that player's that, why are we not seeing some players in certain games? Is, is that something with, with the manager? Does he, is there a, mm. a, a riff with the manager? I think sometimes it's healthy to get it out there. I think it's healthy to address it. Um, they got, as you say, the reaction today and they don't want to be a reactionary club. They should be better than a reactionary club. Like only play when we've had a couple of bad results we need to show. Mm. You know, their drive is they've got a League Cup final and they've got a top four spot to aim for. There's a massive end of the season coming up to Spurs. Um, mm. But, but that's, I think that's an interesting one. And over the, now, between now and the end of the season, between now and the summer, we'll see what some of those things could be. We'll see what, what, what moves are made at the football club. But right now, the focus has got to be on enough Premier League points and winning a League Cup final against Manchester City. You know, all the other stuff, in a way, is secondary. Yeah, and, and, and like he said, like Joe said afterwards, you know, we got to, the next thing is to play like that all the time. Yeah. He's talking, Robert, as if he wants his team to be front foot, to be attacking, to be high energy, to be going at opponents, which is what everybody wants to see. Yeah, That's why we're so surprised in the last couple of games where he didn't. You know, it, how much is that is from him? I mean, the way he's portraying it, Rob, is if he's telling the players that, but they're That's not doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, that's where... Do you, you think it's true? Do you think he's, he's really encouraging them to be on the front foot and press and to, to drive at games? Because that's what he's saying. It's not me. It's the players that are not doing it. Well, it, it, it seems at odds with the kind of players he picks who you would want, you'd feel would want to get on 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 the front foot and and play attacking football and score the four goals and get and and look like they're, they're enjoying their football rather than the team that look at times as though they're restricted, the reins are on, they've got to sit deep, mm. they've got to break up play and hit on the counter attack. It seems mm. to me that Spurs players would feel they're better than that, that we're a better mm. team than that. So somewhere there's, there's got to be a balance. Somewhere between what the manager wants and maybe what the players feel, is it, they've got mm. to come to some, some compromise. But mm. it's really interesting. I mean, one person who continues to deliver, Rob, Harry Kane, I think he's been involved in 30 Premier League goals now, scored 17 joint top with Mo Salah, uh, 13 assists. We talked about it on the last podcast and, and he gets his goals today and is he going to be, you know, this like, you know, what are Spurs, who are Spurs? Have we got another season of reinventing who they are and what they play? And is Harry going to see that through? 
Well, that's the big question. He's already getting a report of, well, let's give it another year. And, you know, by now, Jose Mourinho, in his usual vein, has got a style of play, has got a group of players who he he relies on. It still feels almost like it's it's a bit of a new job for Jose. He's still finding out. Yeah, I I just, like, like the biggest question is, whether whether Kane's going to want to move on in the summer or whether yeah, he like yeah. you said there and and I and I'm just looked at his age he's 27 isn't he Harry Kane 28 I think coming soon soon yeah. yeah so isn't it isn't it now at that age for him maybe with his injury record that it's now or never in the summer right yeah, now right. or never it's, it's, it's peak it time in his peak years it's just peak time mate it's, if he stays at Spurs for one more season right yeah. he then goes into the following one go go to 29. Goes to the Obama when you're 30. As soon as you hit 30s, and, and you know, listen, maybe Jamie Vardy's a, an outlier or something yeah. special. Most at 30 start saying, oh, you know, 31, 32. So, you know, that year makes a difference. You know, going at 27, 28 still is in your prime. As soon as you start getting to 30, it's like, oh, you know, people look at you different. That's, that's the world of football. Yeah, because they're thinking about the money they have to spend. Yeah. The amount of years they're going to get the best, yeah. Right. Just, just, just wrapping up on this, Rob. Like gut feeling time. If Spurs finish sixth in the Premier League, they don't win the League Cup. Do you think Harry Kane will say, "Okay, I've I've stayed in the stadium. We've got I've given Jose the season a bit now. I, I want to move on." Or do you think? which I, I kind of am a little bit, that he's just a club man. He loves that club and he's very settled, very happy. He could finish the all-time goal scorer at Spurs yeah. and everything else and beat Shearer's record. At maybe, I don't know if he stays there and stays where he is. My gut's telling me, mate, that, that I, think he'll, I think he'll stay another season. Yeah. What do you think? My gut was there. I, kind of, I saw a look in the Europa League on Thursday mm-hmm. that I just yeah. think... Stayed with me, Rob. I just think when he goes to England, yeah. when he meets up with the players this week and knows they're talking about winning this and then Champions League and who we've got, and he's not in European football. He's mm-hmm. got a League Cup yeah. final to look for. I just wonder right now, Rob, at the peak of his powers, he's going to earn tremendous money anyway. He's going to score goals mm-hmm. wherever he plays. Why is he not going to want to go and score goals where he's going to end up with some silverware? Yeah. Say, yeah. you, know, you know, top Premier League goal scorer, if he can beat the Allen Shear thing, will be magnificent. Top Spurs goalkeeper will be a magnificent achievement for a player who's, you know, been started so young and stayed with the club, one, one, one man club. But a trophy, Rob, a Champions League, a Premier League, a few FA Cups and, and League Cups. You know, when those guys, when, when we sit in rooms, when, when those guys have won stuff and they talk, you know, the Rios and the Gary Nebs and that, and they took out trophies. We sit there and it, it's different, isn't it? You played yeah. in the league, you've had what you call as a bit of success. It's different when they talk about mm. trophies. I just think Harry's going to want to have be able to have those conversations because he's good enough to be part of that that those conversations. What, one last question, Rob, in terms of the mechanics of it. If he says to to Daniel Levy, you know what, yeah. I've loved my time, but I, yeah. I, I'd like to move on. Mm. Daniel, yeah, how easy is it going to be to is Daniel Levy and Joe's are going to say we've got to keep him? We're going to put a super high high price. Well, well, can you even get the best if, if the best number comes in if for a twenty-eight-year-old who we might feel? I just wonder if they might put a really, really high price and say, "If we get that, then yeah. we'll let him go." But other yeah. and Harry can be frustrated because the club won't actually pay that amount of money, and he still wants to go. Why won't you? Why won't you release me? Is it going to be that? Could it be that sort of deal? Yeah, you know, no, we don't no. often see a club being so loyal to the player and say, "You know what, Harry, you want to leave? Okay, you know, we'll get a good offer and you can go." It won't be that easy, will it? No, but I don't think, and I'm not sure, I don't think Harry's a down tools kind of guy and, and stop playing anyway. I think he'll always, if he pulls that shit on, because he'll always... Exactly, and they know that, and they yeah, know that. Score goals, but I, I would think Daniel Levy would respect what he's done, would possibly understand, but just want the best money. Get the biggest yeah. money, maybe a couple of players in as well as good money, and we go again with, you know, with, with Jose in a different way. But, um, yeah, that's, yeah. that's an interesting one. We'll, we'll see, um, you know, maybe winning a League Cup, maybe finishing top four, puts that to one side. So, cha- um, challenges for Spurs, and not least to make sure they're, they're keeping hold of their better players and being able to attract players. Because that's the other thing, Rob. If you're yeah. Spurs and you haven't got no, you've got no European football, it's hard to start thinking about developing club, being a big club, you know, so having this stadium and, and, and all the facilities, you, yeah. you've, got to be, you've got to be competing at some point. Okay, let's stay in North London, yeah. in London, uh, East London, West Ham three, 
Arsenal three. My goodness, like yeah, one of the, season one, one. yeah, one of the best games you've seen all season. I mean, crazy, crazy good stuff from West Ham. Awful from Arsenal first half, yeah. and it flipped around in the second half, which is fascinating in itself. Yeah. What do you make of it, Rob? What stood out for you? Um, Thirty-five minutes of, of David Moyes' masterclass with his team for a team who we thought about might struggle. At, oh, I see him still might struggle at the bottom of the league. Gave Arsenal a bit of a lesson in 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 in, in flowing counter attack, dangerous mm. football, and then Arsenal somehow wrestling possession back. Huge credit to Mikel Arteta because as bad as Arsenal were in the first half, there was goodies in, in the second half. Mm. Got his team playing and, and showed me. The two sides of, of Arsenal, which I think is the biggest challenge for Mikel Arteta. Arsenal can look like an inconsistent mid-table, dare I say, a Crystal Palace type team. Or now and then when they're at it, they can compete with the best teams in the league. Maybe not win against some of the, all the best teams, but they definitely, mm-hmm. as we saw with the North London derby. Right mm-hmm. there in a the game is, mm-hmm. what, is what Mikel Arteta's challenge is with Arsenal. Right. And, and you know what? What what's must be frustrating with Arsenal fans, Rob? I mean, I watched that second half, mm. and I'm like, wow, look look what this team is capable of yeah. against a team that are bang in form, fired up to, to defend. Mm. They can defend really well, and yet they tore them apart and got the goals and looked so good. But going back to the first half, the sloppy nature, and you talk about the things he's got to figure out, the sloppy yeah. nature of the... Playing out, playing out from the back, back again, yeah. again, causing a problem. Yeah. And then the players switching off in a terrible look for the Free second hit. goal when, yeah. when yeah. they just walk him back. That's a terrible look. Now, mm. they are avoidable, Rob. And I know Danny Higginbottom, our, our colleague on NBC on the coverage, has talked about it a lot. We've talked about it a lot. The playing out from the back. Isn't that... <laughs> I mean, I think we've, we had a discussion about this last yeah, time, Rob, but, yeah. but it's another goal given up. Where, at what right. point... Well, what point does a manager say, if you're not sure, keep yeah. it a little bit longer? Uh, it's been my point along that you've got to have a safety mechanism in there. And the safety me- mechanism has got to say, if it, the risk is, 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 is too high, we've got to go long. I've got to go out of play. We've got to go further up the field and play from yeah. there. It's like this yeah. team don't have that safety thing. It's we're going to kind of keep to yeah. doing it. And, and, and that's a failing of the team. And I've got to tell you, it's a failing of the manager. If he's yeah. continuing to tell them to do it and they're continuing to, to lose goals, that's yeah. his, he's got to change that, Rob. If his philosophy yeah. is about beautiful football and we, we love the goals that they score when Aubameyang does the same thing against Burnley, scores a beauty, and then mm. they give one up. We love that and I don't, we don't want him to stop that. But his team have got us every now and then, though. Manchester City, every now and then with Edison, he boots a ball long, Sterling or Mahrez or somebody runs on and they go and score. Every now and then they go long over your, pr- your pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I agree. And I'll tell you what will happen. If, if, uh, if a couple of times, because, because like you said, it's, it's so predictable they're going to play out. Like, we're all set. Come on, let's go. If a couple of times they did go longer, I guarantee yeah. the, 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 the quality of press is not the same. It won't be there. Because they're like, oh, they've hit a couple of long. Yeah. Yeah. You're not quite, and then they will be able to play out. Mm. They're trying to play out as if like it's like a, it's like a stubborn-minded, yeah, well, here we go again. Yeah, I know they're pressing, but we can do it. Come on, goalkeeper, here we go, and boom, boom, boom. Hit a few longer, they'll drop off, and then you can play out. And, and I think it's just a lot less risky. It's got to be a strategy, Rob. And I know it's not always easy. Yeah. It's got to be a strategy to stop this because it's getting it's getting every single weekend. It, it, undermi- it, it undermines what you're doing. So players lose a little bit of confidence, start going and don't really want it. And the opposition, you, you say, and, you know, I used to love an opposition who outplay and you weren't sure they were at it. Because we were brilliant at going and win that ball. That's what we were yeah. good at. And if we sensed they weren't quite at it, Rob, it gave mm. us a bigger incentive to, to go and do it. And that's what I think the opposition do with Arsenal. They gain an incentive because of Arsenal's kind of uh, in, insecurity in, in, in playing through the back. So I hope that's something Mikel Arteta can look at himself, can talk to his coaches, can address. Because if mm. they continue to do that, it's always going to undermine. You're going to give cheap goals away. And in this league, goals are hard to come by. I think when you look at even the wrap of the two games up, Rob, is Spurs and Arsenal. I looked at both teams, Spurs and yeah. Arsenal, when they were at their best. And there was definitely a, a, an element of not overthinking it. 
I think yeah. both teams at times can overthink it and like this is how we're meant to, you know, with the, with, the, with Spurs in the previous games, like well, we've got to be careful and you know, managers doesn't want this and we've got to play out from the back, overthinking it. Yeah. When when Spurs and Arsenal, probably any side, is not overthinking tactical stuff that they may be not sure about and just play Arsenal three 0 down, they just play right. and attack. They look really good and there was some there was some outstanding performers, mate. Mm, there was some outstanding performance. I, I, I kind of got a head-to-head here, which I thought was interesting. I thought there were, there were two lonely players playing in the two number 10 roles. And I thought it was quite a nice question. Jesse Lingard, my friend. Yeah, interesting. What, what, how, 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 I thought it was another sign of how important confidence and feel-good is around your football. Because Jesse Lingard is doing things, na- as you say, naturally, without thinking. His goal, Rob, yeah. was a beautiful beautiful goal but the ability to to, to touch they're waiting for it to come down they're they're not rushing the shot the the lovely connection um the quick thinking on the free kick you know Loney who's been sort of ridiculed quite badly and had some real poor press um from social media over the years like you know doesn't care about his football and we know he's had some some personal problems he's had to deal with but all of a sudden he's back he's being loved again his confidence is back in his game and, and we're seeing we're seeing the Jesse Lingard who we saw break through at Manchester United and be an important part of teams that that Mourinho had, and I think LVG at times was, was one of those who played him. Is there an element to that? And I think it's really interesting where Jesse Lingard is is relishing the lack of pressure and expectation mm. at being at Man United. Like I don't want to say he found his level, but yeah. it, not the level, but the 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 environment, the club, yeah. the the expectations of the club, oh, and I yeah. can you know, and if I have a bad game here, it's kind of okay because mm-hmm. you know it's West Ham, it's not Man United, where you know, oh, I'm number ten for Man United. There's an expectation level, there's a pressure yeah. level. I think was was not helpful for Lingard. Now you take him away from that level and bring him down to a West Ham, or and and all of a sudden he's flourishing and enjoying himself and showing what a player he is. I, I think there is a there is a jump in the psychological aspect of your performance when you go to one of the big boys. I, I mean, we never did it, mate, did we? We yeah. never we never did it. And I, and I can't, I just, I see at times where that, the level jump yeah. and the expectation level jump is so hard to come to terms with. Yeah. Some can players burden, can't handle it. Can it can burden some players. It can, yeah. it can inha- inhibit them. You know, um, who was I thinking of? I, I was thinking of Snidlin, who went from Southampton. He was a good footballer. Man yeah. United was too big for him. He couldn't be himself there. He couldn't dominate the games and, and that. And it's an interesting point with, with Lingard. Um, I think he, he's enjoying it. Obviously, we spoke to Declan Rice on, on our podcast. Um, yeah. I, I listened to this too. He talked about him being important. He's good in the in, in the dressing room. He's good around the football club. He's brought a bit of life to them. Um, and, and I think he's enjoying being, being appreciated, Rob. I think in, in, in Man United, there's Rashford and there's Greenwood and there's Martial and there's all these other stars. He was never the. He was never really the guy, was he? Even when he played well, it was all oh, Lingard did well, and we move on. So I think it's quite yeah. nice that he's been the guy, and I thought it was really, you know, I wanted to point him out. Yeah. On the other side of the coin, and he's, I wanted to point out a young man who, who I wanted to give my underappreciated performer of the week, Martin Odegaard, uh, Robbie Musto. Like it. Who during the second half of a really tough game, I thought stood up was like, give it me. Okay, let's yeah. play. Got people yeah. playing. Got on the ball. Showed his experience. Showed his quality. I thought he was outstanding yeah. uh, in the second half. And, and he's a player who I've still, you know, we haven't seen that much of. I saw a goal against Olympiacos. Scored in the North London derby last week. An important goal to bring his team back into the game. And I just feel like his influence. He's starting to maybe get used to English football. His teammates get, you know, a bit more confident with what he does. But um, I like players who make their teammates better. And he got on the ball today and made the rest of the Arsenal pl- team play. He made them tick. He wasn't he wasn't afraid to have it and play and probe and, and, and get involved. And uh, I just want to give the young man who, who says it's not been the easiest start. It's never is coming to English football. You know, huge talent on loan from Real Madrid and has had to go on loan a couple of places. But they might have found a little one, uh, Arsenal, there. And if they can, um, you know, but mould him in with Smith Rowe and Saka and then the Aubameyangs and Lacazette, that could still be a really exciting front four or five. 
I'm just looking up his age. He's 22 years of age. And you say mm. about the, the, I like I like I like seeing talented players that 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 potentially have got a huge upside. Mm. And I, I I couldn't agree more. I think he's an upgrade on Emil Smith Rowe in the number 10 position. I'd say that straight away. I do. Um, he's got that. He's got that left foot. Any Rob, he, he, he's got that left foot oh, kind of. Beautiful. It looks. Oh. It looks good, and he's. He's. A, he looks like a craftsman. I think there's a work. There's a work element to him as well. He, I think he isn't afraid to, to to run back a few times and help out. Yeah. I think he'll grow. I think. He's, I think you're seeing growth in him. I think mm-hmm. he'll continue to grow, and 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 like we said about Jesse Lingard, feel like an important part of the team and yeah. give it me even more. I can make things happen because his his ability and his shooting ability with his left foot, his sister, he helped a goal today, didn't he? Like a, yeah. a ball out wide to go back uh, in again. So uh, yeah. I, I think it's a great shout. And I think um, I think Arsenal fans will really start to appreciate him as, as I'm sure his manager is as well. I mean, they'll try, I, I would think they'll try and make this a permanent deal. Not easy, of course, coming out yeah. of that football club, Real Madrid. But um, I think it's a good shout. And I think it's some, somebody that our listeners and stuff should really look for and his busyness and his quality and the ability to keep possession, keep the ball, yeah. but also probe and make those those key passes as well. So yeah, good shout. And and I just thought Arsenal, you know, it's just like you know, when when they get it going, mate, they don't overthink it. All right. Yeah, yeah. They look, all right. Just finishing on West Ham because I think we have to Rob. They're, they're fifth in the table, forty nine points now. So that's um, two behind Chelsea in fourth spot. Can West Ham make top four, or can West Ham make top six? Have they shown us enough that they could possibly do the top six? I think they definitely can make the top six. Mm. I, I still wouldn't have them in my top four. Um, I just think there's been, a, there's just like even today's game where you, 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 I just might have expected West Ham to kind of like, no, you're not coming by. We got, we got yeah. the goals up now. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, but but top six absolutely, and it doesn't mm. take anything away from from my yeah. my respect for the manager now and what he's done this season. I just think top four. Wow, I mean that would be incredible. I mean if West Ham finish, and then you're looking about David Moyes, manager of the season, really, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. You just are. Oh, absolutely, even uh, top six, he's starting to be mentioned. He's right? in the in the in the mention, yeah. So, but no, what do you think? Do you think he's, they're going to do it? Or? No, I think six is the aim. I think six should be the yeah. aim. I think it's a little bit tough to go top four when you look at what's above them, and then the team's still chasing as well, and the quality of this but listen they've shown their match for any of the big teams Rob they're certainly not one of those it's not the West Ham of all that it was like oh West Ham or oh, what we're going to get we, yeah, we know what we're going to get now it's amazing yeah. turnaround. congratulations to David Moyes and the team do you want a beautiful lawn Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Let's talk to uh, probably the biggest game of the, of the week maker in, in the Premier League. It was Brighton uh, at home to Newcastle United, um, both probably in the wrong end of the table. A Brighton team who were playing good football, not getting the points. A Newcastle team that weren't particularly playing great football and weren't getting the points. The two met and there was only one outcome. Um, mm. I was shocked as I watched that game. I was shocked, Rob, at... The lack of urgency with the situation. No, the performance was bad. There was no no one was getting close to anybody. Nobody looked like he was, they were that bothered. <laughs> and the ones and the ones I follow on from that, Rob, because I just thought about it. I just wrote his name down. The ones that looked bothered 
didn't do enough about it. Yeah, didn't do yeah, enough about yeah. it. And I'll tell yeah. you who that guy is. That's John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. I'm thinking of the same guy who's got a bit of nasty. You can, yeah, get around in that. Give it, give it all the fronty hands everywhere. His head goes down. He has to yeah, run back because... I was, yeah, I was, I, I was fuming. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that from him. It, you know, it looks, is, is it, yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's frustrated with his teammates, but do something about yeah. it. Don't just be the guy that throws your hands up in the air mm. and you look frustrated and you put... So, I, I, I mean, there's nothing good about Newcastle United, Rob. And, and talk about differences in a manager's philosophy and yeah. game plan. And I've and I, and I got to be honest, you know me, and I'm, maybe our listeners know me, I, I do like a expansive proactive team yeah. and a manager that, that's got a, a bit of a plan going here. And you can see what he's trying to do and he spreads out the team and he gets those front players involved. They try and play. I mean, against a, a team that looks like it's like, on you go, guys, he throws them out there, totally off the cuff. And, and I just thought it was a stunning kind of, um, what's the what's the word? The, the side-by-side comparison. Contrast, the contrastive. Yeah, or, or juxtaposition. Juxtaposition of two teams that's like, wow, that that's kind of what I like, and I and I'm I, I'm not biased in any way, but I I feel good that Brighton are probably going to stay in the league because I yeah. I think that a manager like that and a team like that with a philosophy like that, you know, and I know who cares? Like you just want to stay in the league, and a lot of people are like I don't care what my team plays like, but I as an analyst of it and a lover of of the beautiful game, if you like, I really appreciated that. I just thought it was a massive like win. For 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 an up and coming manager against a manager that's more hoping result comes more than anything he's doing on the training ground. I agree, and, and, and as I was watching the game, I was thinking, Graham Potter, new brush is is the kind of future of what managers are going to be in the Premier League. Who yeah. Graham Potter yeah. could be, and I'm not saying this in a nasty way, and it's almost a compliment. Instead of going for the Sam Allardyces and the Tony Pulises, Graham Potters will be the guys who coach their way out, whereas Sam and Tony had a, had a philosophy that was a certain way that worked and got your results. The Graham Potter way is the way forward, the way that football's going to go. Unfortunately, Steve Bruce is probably more anchored to the other style, the older style of, of playing, the older, like, get behind the ball and don't give anything away and we'll yeah. win 10. If we, you know, we'll, we'll win 10 games a season, that'll keep us in the league. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and Graham Potter's, if not of that. And, and when you see the two differences, it, it's more cool. As I was watching the game, before, as I was trying to watch the early part of the game and see, and, and Brighton kick off like a mid-table team, not under pressure. They, get, they want to get the ball, mate. They've got yeah. to play. And I yeah. think that comes from the training the match days, even when they've lost Brighton, yeah, I think no change, a, mate. Yeah, and you can take a certain element of the defeat and say, okay, we didn't do this well, but we didn't half play have the ball. Brighton, Newcastle will have wins where they'll win, but the win's hollow. I've had it in my team where we, we win, and I think we got lucky today. We won because <laughs> we, we, we scored a couple of headers from the set pieces, but we got battered in football. <laughs> and, and there's no satisfaction and Newcastle have no satisfaction even with wins and when that happens you don't get a feel good it doesn't bring you on to the next game with the same thing you've just won yeah. and sometimes you know yeah. you've won by a little bit of luck or you've, you've you know took an opportunity on a, on a couple of occasions but you ain't playing well and when you yeah. ain't playing well it's hard to keep confidence and belief Little story, Rob. So when, when I was at Middlesbrough, we had a new manager, Steve McLaren, came in. who was, was a former assistant at Man United and went on to be England manager. And his training was brilliant. And, and, our, and we had a great preseason. And we started off and we lost a game. And we lost another game. And Steve McLaren said, we won't lose three. I've never lost three in a career. We won't lose three. We lost three. We lost four. But So we lost the four, first four games in the Premier League season, right? But there was something else going on. Yeah. We knew, we knew that the football, like, it didn't didn't feel like a, a ming, a terrible defeat. Yeah, like, we played cool. quite well. Yeah. There were yeah. signs there. Yeah. There were signs there. And absolutely right, our football was good. It basically, the performances were good, but the results were bad. But you yeah. gain a certain amount of confidence from, yeah. actually, we ain't far off here. You know, we're not far. And I think that's what the Brighton players yeah. feel. Absolutely. We don't always win, but we're kind of, we ain't far off. We, can, we have some good performances against good sides. I don't get the points. And I, I know that you were particularly worried about it's okay playing well, but you've got to get the points, which is absolutely right. But the more you believe in it and the manager believes in it, and nothing changes, as you said. Like from one week to the next week, from winning to losing, they do exactly the same thing. That's held them in good stead. And, and finally, 
the performances have come through and I think they're going to be okay. All I would say is chatting to my son about it earlier on about Graham Potter and Brighton. If they have a, if they have an, a good window, just bring in a couple because they seem to bring in players that the left wing back came in. And they've got they've got good players. Yeah, I know Steve Ozati is a player that I really like. Ozati yeah, yeah, that doesn't play much. They've got other good players. In, if they sign two. A young kid, 20, 21 year old in the window, he said to come in for the next year or two. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see them being top 10. They can be a top 10 club, mm. given a couple of signings, yeah. the way that they play. And, 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 you know, if the manager does that with this club, Robbie Earl, if they become a, te- a top 10 side, we know how they're going to do it. Then Graham Potter is going to be absolutely next level. Is going to be level. coming all out if they can do it. It's because there's a, it's a lot of ifs, and they've got to stay up first. But he's, he's had the ultimate pat on the back when Pep Guardiola said he's the best English yeah. coach in football. That, that puts you in pretty good stead, let me tell you. So, and he believes in what he does, and the players believe in what they do. So that's the most important thing. My so, underappreciated, Robbie. I want to get to my underappreciated before we move on. Friend. My underappreciated form of the weekend is a player, and I might have said him before, I don't think I have, but I think I've talked about how good he is. Leandro Trossard scored a brilliant goal, makes a great run, brings the ball down, comes inside, bends into that far corner. Finally produced. Finally. I mean, great player, but wasn't producing, Rob. Right, 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 exactly. A little bit, maybe like like the team. I mean, when you look at him, he's talented. He's a talented player with his his ability on the ball, with his creativity, but the end product's been lacking. But I just think he's a little underappreciated because of his numbers. He, yeah. He's a, he's better than people think, you know, and, and he could jump and play and be comfortable. And in many other teams in the Premier League, Trussard is, again, I just think he's uh, he's come on leaps and bounds and, and is a real addition to this team. And when he's in the side and when he gets a ball, I always think something's going to happen. Maybe it hasn't happened enough, but it absolutely should should get the award today from me because I think he's he's really improving. And listen, you've got to be some kind of player. When I saw he came off at sub after he'd, he'd, he'd given his good, whatever, 800 minutes, and the, the commentator said, and he'll be joining up with the Belgian squad. And I'm thinking, there you go. You've got to be, yeah, you've got to be, you've got to be decent. You're joining the Belgian squad. So, well, yeah. just quickly before we move on that one, Rob, I know yeah. um, Mike Ashley's come out and back Steve Bruce, and Steve Bruce is, I mean, what we're feeling for Newcastle? I, I, I follow. Yeah. I slightly worry, if, if I'm a Fulham fan, that they might not get enough wins. Right. Fulham have got to get two wins, I think, Rob. If Fulham get to 32, 33 points, I mean, I don't want to go through it. Well, I could, but I'm not going to go through it. Newcastle's results, are, uh, uh, fixtures, are yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, I know, there's, I just there's no, there's I no just way out. The big teams have got Spurs, West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester and Man City. <laughs> to play, yeah. But but like you said, Fulham have still got to get they've got to get a couple of wins in their remaining games, and I'm not, I, you know, it's I'm not certain it, yeah. they're going to do it. Performances into wins with the way would they you, play and balls and things. Now, would you go for the manager bump? Because I tell you what, I would. Yeah, I would. Right now, I, I, I was having this discussion with a few friends yesterday over an outdoor beer, and I said, "Make a change." Do you know what, Robbie Musto? <laughs> Frank Lampard, what are you doing? Frank Lampard, <laughs> what are you doing? By the way, wouldn't be the worst club for Frank to go and manage after, if not. Frank, what are you doing? Eddie Howe, what yeah. are you doing? Do you yeah, know give, what I mean? Come, us, and, but, come but, and make play a little bit. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You know, give me something different. I'll tell you what, for Frank Lampard, you know, it would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, we'll see how good he is. Because if they go yeah. down, which, you know, then, okay, you've got a tough job with a tough owner. But, but come on. Do it. See if you can do it at Newcastle United. It'd be a great challenge for him. Yeah, it would be. Um, but interesting, and people would love that job. But, you know, is it, is it would a Chris Wilder? Could a Chris Wilder go in there and, and, and make things a little bit different? I just think. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. You know, good coach, different way of doing things. You know, Fire different... people up a little bit. So, I don't know. Mm. And, and it looks like the, the owner's going to stay with the manager. And they might have enough to stay, stay up. But uh, it's going to be interesting yeah. for me at the end of the season, certainly. Newcastle don't get a couple of wins. Let's move it on to uh, the other competition of the weekend, uh, my friend, the FA Cup, which took some um, some interesting games. Uh, the first one, Bournemouth nil, Southampton three. Uh, Nathan Redmond coming good for yeah. Southampton involved, yeah. and we, we talked about him, don't we, and how important he could be. Um, Southampton team that will, you know, hope to get Danny Ings back and be maybe a little bit more competitive in this semi-final. Uh, we saw Chelsea 2, Sheffield United 0. Uh, we've got to start in this one, Rob. Uh, yeah. 
We got the two 0 win. Another clean sheet. Another performance for Tuchel. Did, did you see much of the game? Did you see? I did. I did. And um, ton of change. I think it was nine changes to the side that played in the Champions League, um, and it showed. Not not very slick, Chelsea. Yeah. Not quite as good, but. You know, I think the common theme, Rob, is the ones that played, we're going to go on and talk United and Man City a little bit, not great. And, that, and, and that's happened before, after the Champions League. It's, yeah. it's tough with changes yeah, right. and quick turnaround. So Chelsea weren't good. 2-0 flattered them. 2-0 flattered mm. them against Sheffield United. Yeah. In, the, in the second half, Sheffield United had good chances to level, yeah. level the game. Yeah. David McGoldrick is a player that I, I absolutely love his, a lot about his game. He missed an absolute... Sit him, it? Did you see the header from three three yards? I mean, he's in the middle of the goal. That, I mean, harder to miss. Harder to miss. So they, you know, you know, the clean sheet is a story, Rob. But like, there's no kidding that 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 shouldn't. They got lucky with a clean sheet. That's what I'm saying. They got lucky with a clean sheet. I'll tell you what, Christian Pulisic was was lively, and I got his I got the formation written down here, and that's where he can absolutely fit into this Chelsea yeah. team, left of the front three. Just you know, those two behind the one. It was Giroud. Yeah, Giroud's side yeah. up top. Yeah. And, and Pulisic was he, he? He played like he yeah. wanted to impress. He was sharp. He made some really clever little runs through. He got through on goal and, and tried to dink it. Didn't quite get it right. Um, but it was good from him. Good, brilliant. Yeah, that's what he won. He won the match, which is you know that's what he's got to do. And when you've been given an opportunity, you've got to make it count. Yeah. As I say, goals are going to be important assists, but but you know, make sure the manager knows that. Ooh, Maybe I'll go rethink this one a little bit. So you're right. It was great yeah. to see him in the team and, and good to, to see Chelsea win with him in the team. Uh, hopefully we might see a bit more of him between now and the end of the season. Obviously, they've got plenty of competition still to play. Uh, Everton nil, Man City 2. City left it late, but our, our good friend, Ilkay, just got stop scoring. Goal machine. I mean, it's remarkable, mate. I mean, he's gone from a holding midfield passing... Joining in good you know, continuity midfield player to yeah. an absolute goal machine. I mean, his, his reaction, his movement, his, his understanding of where to be. You usually have that or not. You don't kind of. I don't I know, know Rob. I, I, like, like, it's interesting. I get your take on it. I mean, back in the day, uh, I because I had good energy, I used to get yeah. forward as well. I think sometimes if you're a midfield player and you have the license to get forward and get in the yeah. box, yeah. particularly in this this team at City. I think I think there's lots, come. Of, lots of but I would agree there's lots of energetic midfield players who get forward. There's not that many who finish like he finishes. You have the instinct. Yeah. He's what yeah. he's got he's got a forward instinct that, that I didn't know he was there. Right, where the ball drops or being in the yeah. right place, yeah. he heads it in, doesn't he? Yeah. I thought, ooh, I, I didn't think he had that was part of it. Now whether he was suppressing that playing in a different role or he wasn't mm. been able to, to show that. But the way he slides past keepers, he's a couple of his finishes, a couple of his reading situations, it was almost like a, a, a proper eight, who, 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 you know, who can do both sides. But yeah, yeah, left it late. But him and, and De Bruyne come on and, and, and get the goal and, and City go through. And the quadruple stays alive, uh, my friend. Yeah, I mean, before we get to the odds of, of the uh, the FA Cup, what else have we got? Um Leicester, Manchester United. Leicester 3, Manchester United 1. I had a good look at this one, yeah. It was... Um, Leicester were excellent, by the way. Leicester yeah. were excellent. Midfield of Didion Tielemans. Yeah, it's a winner. It's a brilliant Stop. midfield. Stop. Yeah. I mean, McTominay um, and Matic and Fred, I mean, they're at another level, these two. These two. Yeah, can win the ball, can play, can drive all through you, can yeah, score. Great goals. goals. Ian Acho's, again, Ian Acho reminds me a little bit of uh, Jesse Lingard, I oh, must know. I was, his build-up play today was really, really good. I know, he's a different in, player. He was, he was a different player. Getting things, chucking things around the corner, playing in Vardy when he was, I mean, that that is... I mean, when people talk about confidence, and it's hard to describe, that is confidence, isn't it? Right there. I was going to say, Rob, where, where does it come from? It's, it's a little different. I would say it's a little different than Jesse Lingard because Jesse Lingard immediately, boom, there you go. Well, Inacio's been there a while. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's not really the guy that's going to step. But all of a sudden, I don't know I what's happened. Goals, I think goals do that. Goals bring you a little bit of... Yeah, uh, I guess so. He looks a different player. Oh, he's, he's hold-up play. I mean, to the point where now you can take off 
Vardy with 10, 15 minutes to go to change the shape and leave him as a main striker. That would never have happened six never months ago at the start of the season. You, yeah. you know, you'd leave Jamie Vardy on the pitch. But, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought Leicester were excellent. Fafana, again, mate, was, was outstanding, by the way. Outstanding. Yeah. I mean... Suyuncu, as well. You look yeah. at those two as a back two, they're better than Manchester United's back, back two. You know, how Maguire spend 90-odd million. I'd take yeah. Suyuncu and Fafana in the long yeah. run, mate, all day all long. Day long. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I mean, United, you know, I, I did watch it as well a little bit. Um, it just didn't look like they were that bothered, Rob. I yeah, mean, I know, which is... FA Cup, like, I mean, it's, it's, a, 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 it's a semi-final. It's a bit of a worry that I... There was a quote last week, and maybe it was a misquote or it wasn't read properly, or, you know, sometimes it changes where... Are we supposed to say trophies are for egos? Oh, yeah, I did hear, I did, I, I did hear the interview. I was like, really? Yeah, a little, I, I think to be fair, right? And I, yeah, of course, I the context a little bit of context. I, I think he was sort of saying like he was thrilled with where they are on the league table, and and that for him was more important uh, than winning trophies. And I think a little bit like Jose, like well, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll go and win the league cup, and it and, and it's a kind of like for ego. I get that, and and I think he has a point there, right? But this is different. This is a team that looked like this is the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. They win the game. You know, they go through to the semi-final. Semi-final they got the one game, yeah. one yeah. game away from Wembley and a, a potential trophy. And, and this is, you this know... Is pro- it, progress is winning, you know, that dressing yeah. winning a, t- a, a trophy. It was a great shot of Bruno Fernandes before he came on. Almost like, come on, guys, like, get going. This is the FA Cup. For him, he yeah. wants to win. I've read a couple of interviews with him. and I'm, yeah, I'm really He wants to win some trophies here. You yeah. know, when he said, how's your Manchester United career going? He said, it's going okay, but we need to win some things. Do you think? Do you think when you when you look at um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and I know people have different demeanors and stuff, but mm-hmm. of course the, the camera pans to him yeah. quite a lot, cuts into him a lot. He doesn't. He doesn't look particularly bothered, does he, Rob? He don't. And I, and I know it's, maybe it's the way he is, but there's not much reaction from him. Where you see, and I know everybody's different. Thomas Tuchel looks fired up and wants to yeah. kick every yeah. ball and, and gets frustrated. Where Ole Gunnar's much more chilled, and he's got Harry um, Carrick, uh, Michael Carrick's from. He's also very very chilled. Yeah. Is, does the team lack like a little bit of drive? Does yeah, it have a little, like a drive and, and consistency because of that? I'm okay with that if the drive's coming from my team. If my players all look like they're desperate to win the call fight, yeah. it looked like, look like an early League Cup game that you're saying, oh, well, yeah, it did. It did. Like a quarter final. Yeah. It did to Leicester. And I think that's, you know, and they played like it was a quarter final with something to prove. And I was just a bit disappointed in United. And again, it's another day for United yeah, where I, know, I, know. I think it's about lessons for them. I think it's about habits. I think it's about what progression is going to be. On big days when it matters, you've got to turn up. If you're going to win league titles, if you're going to challenge league titles on big days when it, when it, something's on it, you've got to turn up. You can't have that. No, oh, well, it was quarter final. Well, it, it's, it, it looks like, it feels like there's a plateau for Man United. And then the league table, they're at the plateau. They get to the semi-finals of competitions, there's a plateau. As if, like, either the ability of the squad, Rob, or the, or the, or the drive of the manager, or the, 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 the tactical nous, whatever, you, they can't seem to, to give the consistency and the determination to get past that plateau and, and, and you know, win a trophy or... I don't know. Is that unfair? It just feels like they get so far where people are excited and they're like, "Well, that's kind of about it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna disappoint in that it final feels step." A bit like if you take the Brunos out and you take a couple of those people who think that affects it as well. Danny Bonder, yeah. you know, blessing Rob. He's, it, it's not mm. happening for him at the moment. Mm. It's not happening yeah. for him, and, and there's one or two others that you know. It just feels like unless United are on top, are fired up, ready to go. It doesn't quite ma- happen for them, and, and again, that you know, depth of squad's going to be important. But that mentality—they've got to start getting the mentality on on these big days mm-hmm. if, if if they want to go next season. Mm-hmm. Let's move it on, mate, because our, our our friends, uh, Points Bet Sportsbook, have given us some odds for, and and these odds are to win the yeah, FA Cup, right? Not yeah. to get to. So obviously, we've got a semi-finals of Manchester City versus Chelsea, and versus Southampton. Now to win the cup. We have Manchester City at minus 130 and Chelsea at plus 400. So strong favourites there that, that Man City get it won at minus 130. In the other semi-final, we've got Leicester at plus 320 and Southampton at plus uh, 1,000. 
So, very much the outside is Southampton, obviously. Leicester come second favourites because it, it looked as, you know, it would feel as though they're favourites to win that semi-final over Chelsea. I mean, oh, okay. If Chelsea and Leicester got to the final, oh, those odds would, would stand. Interesting. Yeah, I was just thinking that, but you're right. I mean, they're probably going to get through, so it gives them a good chance in the final. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think maybe the value there is with Chelsea. There's a bit of value in Chelsea, isn't there? A bit of value. A bit of value in Chelsea, in there? Plus four hundred. Have, have a great day in, in Chelsea. But, I, but, I, but I, I agree. I agree with the favourites. I agree with the odds. I think Man City. You know, I think I, th- th- maybe this is the stage that they might have just they might have faltered at the quarterfinal stage. When, so, when I think players are in a semi-final, Rob. Yeah, I think it's close then, isn't it? You're, you're at Wembley, and you're yeah. like, wow, one game, and we're just just in terms of, of mm. making sure they're they're kind of determined, they're focused. Their intents to win a trophy at the semi-final stage, and we're both we've played played there. It's it's like wow, this is a big game, and I think that will help them get through against Chelsea, which will not be easy. That'll be a fascinating game of football. Um, but I think you've got to think that, that Man City should win. I mean, let me chuck one in. Man City might have a tougher time if they play Leicester in the final than Chelsea. Leicester, remember Leicester yeah. season, the back three, yeah. five two, and Brendan with the way he sets up and his team. That'd be a great final, by the way, wouldn't it? Final, wouldn't it? Yeah, would be because they've got players that they got energy, they have got quality defensively. You're seeing a midfield now and in, in Acho with Vardy uh, that's 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 kicked on again. Yeah. That would be a great final, and I, and I think that's what we're going to see. Um, yeah. But you never know. You never know. Is the FA Cup? FA Cup. All things can happen. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, two good games to come up and obviously a good final to look forward to. So we get to the end of the season. Listen, my friend, there was uh, a few games in the Premier League this, this week, but a few important points were, were won. Wins for Brighton, Leeds and Spurs, while Arsenal and West Ham had a point in a great derby. In the FA Cup, we're at the semi-final stage now. Leicester face Southampton. In a really good-looking contest, Chelsea take on Man City. Both of those will be played at Wembley. Hey, Mr. Musto, we've been working so hard. I think we deserve oh. a kick off, my friend. So look out for some special co- podcasts with some special guests over the next week or two. Um, and we'll, we'll maybe have a chat about those when, when we get back. But we'll be back on Sunday, April the 4th. That's after the international break when we get down to what we call the business end of the season with stories and points to be won at both ends of the table. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe. Be healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.